0: Hey, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to message number three in this series on the justice of God. Now, remember, what's happening uh, in America and around the world today is happening because people are, are, are screaming out that they need justice. They need fair and just treatment and all this kind of stuff. And so we need to understand justice. We need to understand what's happening in our country. And here's one of the things that we have to do, by the way, and we'll talk about this a lot today, but we have to be able to sort out the difference between real problems, real needs that should be taken care of, and the exaggeration of problems that are being used to deceive uh, America and the world, and so you know it's easy on both sides. It's, it's easy for some of the groups that have problems to justify bad behavior because that, that, because there's problems, and then it's easy for people on the other side to justify ignoring problems uh, because of the way they're mismanaging. It's like it's like a a, a child. That uh, that has a need, but instead of just instead of just telling you they have a need, they throw a fit, and that's kind of that's that's kind of what's happening to some degree. Now today I'm going to talk to you about what the Bible calls the beginning of sorrows. Now now I'm just going I'm just going to tell you this. All of my life, I mean, all of my life as a believer, I have known I would be alive during these times. And so I've spent nearly 50 years actually seeking to understand how these events, events will unfold so that when all of this came, I would understand. If I'm going to be here and if I'm going to be serving uh, people, I, I, I want to be able to serve them in ways that brings true benefit to their lives. And so so I want to talk to you a little bit. And this doesn't seem like we're talking about justice, but remember, justice is the is the justification or injustice is the justification for the rioting, the looting, the murder, all of these things that you're seeing happen in the streets. But let's understand a little bit about what Jesus said about these times before we start to actually get down to the injustice and the justice aspect of it. Now, I want you to understand something. Matthew 24, Jesus answers, he actually answers two questions uh, in Matthew 23 and 24 that were asked of him. And uh, one of the questions they wanted to know was when was the temple going to be destroyed? And he told them and he explained to them how they, you know, when it would happen and it happened in 70 AD. Now, many people think that, that uh, all of that was one question, but no, he actually, they asked him two questions. And the first one was when was the temple going to be destroyed? And the second one though was what will be the sign of of your coming. Now, I want you to understand something. Uh, Jesus will come back to planet Earth. He will not come back to planet Earth in the second coming the way religion has told us. Religion has told us he's going to come back and everybody's ready, is going to heaven, everybody's not ready, is going to hell, and that's it, that's the end. Well, that is not at all what the Bible speaks. And if that's in the back of your mind, You're going to have a hard time being rational and trusting God and 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 listening to the Holy Spirit and know how to walk through these times that we face. You know, I have an incredible book called uh, uh, "Apocalypse." It's about the Second Coming, but more than anything, it's about how to prepare for the Second Coming of Jesus so that you can be an overcomer. And I and I'll just tell you now, it's quite a read. because really, I go through the a, a biblical history of the world to show us how we got here. Uh, but the whole theme of the book is that uh, God's children always overcome the evil that is here to destroy. And I'll just tell you this, the number one testimony I get from my book, Apocalypse, is that... Um, For the first time, some people say, for the first time, I read something about the second coming of Jesus. And I'm encouraged. I am not afraid. And I'm just going to tell you, as Jesus talks about here, you cannot let fear get into, into your hearts when you're facing these troubled times. Because I'm telling you, if fear starts driving you, you will always, pretty much always make the wrong decisions. And you will create the very destruction in your own life that you are, in fact, trying to avoid so in talking to his disciples about how to recognize his his second coming now now by the way to uh uh, not last month but the month before last i did an entire month on on recognizing the signs and so you might want to go back and listen to some of that because i talk a whole lot about the signs so matthew 24 starting verse 4 says jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying i am the christ and will deceive many now one of the things that i my first takeaway when jesus talks about this is that in these days that will precede his coming uh the greatest tool of the enemy which is always the greatest to the enemy is deception you know uh, satan is not this big old superpower that you think he is religion has told you that and it it's it just so hard, sad to me that now that jesus has been raised from the dead stripped uh satan of all principality and power he has no strength he can't touch us he can't do this it's still it's still just such a shame that christians are, are scared to death of what the devil can do to them well i got good news for you the devil can't do anything to you and i have a book again all about that called satan and mass you said well why are you mentioning all these books i'll tell you why it's because i have spent the last 50 years counseling and ministering to and coaching and working with people who live who live fearful failing lives and the, and the reason is because they believe lies they don't they haven't read the Bible for themselves. They don't, un- they don't try to understand what the Bible says. They don't even know what was really accomplished through the death, burial, and resurrection. And so p- believers who are living in defeat are living in defeat because they either believe what uh, religion has told them instead of what the Bible has told them, or they just don't believe the Bible. It's just pretty, it's just pretty simple. So, you know, most of my books and most of my series are really about... Uh, uh, these things where people tend to stumble because of fear and and unbelief. And by the way, you can go to drjimrichards.com or impactministries.com. They'll both take you to the same place. And uh, man, I've got hundreds of free video series on there that cover about every aspect of of living by faith, of living in victory that you you can imagine. It's just there for you, and I want to serve you. I I want to make it available to you. But I want you to understand. Since Jesus opened this state, this statement here, with the whole thing of okay, you got the thing you got to watch here about this this second coming time or this time before I come is deception because deception will be the thing that will destroy you. It will not be. The, the power of the devil, it will not be what is actually happening in the world. It will be the deception that's happening in the world. Now, I want you to understand, this is, this is paramount that you understand this. Uh, you can't go, you can't listen to the news media, and uh, even if they give you the facts about what's happening, you're not going to get the truth about what's happening. You know, you know facts uh, is, doesn't equate truth, because you can interpret the facts any way you want to, and I got news for you. Uh, even even some of the people that you can trust, it doesn't mean they know God. doesn't mean they know the Word of God. It doesn't mean they know anything other than uh, how they want to see things. So you're not getting the truth from the news media. And the sad thing is the news media is complicit in those who seek to overthrow America and overthrow the world. And we're going to, we're going to talk about that. I'm telling you, you know, in this whole series, we're going to be talking about who who is this really doing this? Who is really causing all this stuff to happen? Why are they causing it to happen? What can we do about it? But the main thing we got to go into this saying very probably everything I think I know about what's happening, unless I got it from the mouth of Jesus is a lie. It's a deceit. Now, I mentioned this, I think, last week. I am not saying that there are not real issues. There are real issues. I am not saying that there are not problems. There are problems. You know, there will always be poor people. There will always be violent people. There will always be wicked people. There will always be lawless people. There will always be problems until Jesus comes back and ultimately transforms planet earth and we spend eternity with him. But as long as there are people who have a free will and God gives us all a free will and, and you know, what's happening in the world is what happened. It, is what people want to have happen. Not, I'm not saying everybody wants to have it happen, but I'm saying the people that are making things happen, they want these things to happen. They want chaos. They want war in the streets. They want violence. They want fear. They want all of these things that cause people to stop trusting God and turn to the government and 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 try to find their salvation in the government. You know, it's kind of interesting here. Uh, Jesus, many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. You know, I think there's there's a lot of aspects to how that's going to happen. I think there's going to be people who come claiming to be Jesus. And there have been, you know, in the last 50 years. I don't even know how many different people I have known uh, that, you know, that have claimed to be the Messiah and uh, people have followed them. But even more than that, even more than people just claiming to be Jesus himself, is the fact that people will cl- come claiming to be the Christ, the anointed one, the one who has the capability of solving the earth's problems, and all you gotta do is entrust your life and your care to them, and they will fix everything. Well, I'm gonna tell you, it is those very people who want you to believe that they can fix everything, those very people are the people are causing all of the chaos, all of the trouble, all of the riots, they are causing all of this because they want you to turn to them and they want you to believe that they can be your deliverer. So anyhow, as we've already said, so he says, do not give in to deception. So again, you just have to realize that the number one thing that that you are going to have to work through is deception. You're not going to be able to believe what you see. You're not going be to believe what you hear. You're going to look at what you hear. And I'm going to encourage you to pray, read the Bible, and find out what God said about it. And then you'll know what's happening. So This is very important to understand this. Uh, Many people look at current events and study the end time events. And and again, they get it wrong nearly all the time. Like I said, when Jesus comes back, he is not going to come back and say, okay, this is it. You're either going to heaven or hell right now. Well, you know what that means? That means that... Very few Christians are actually crying out to God and saying, "Come quickly, Lord Jesus! We want you here," because they're thinking, "Man, I got kids, I got loved ones that are not ready to meet you. They're not saved. I don't want you coming back and them going to hell." So this religious lie has has infiltrated the church uh, because we have we do have a role in when jesus comes back and i don't want to get too far into that because i know you're not ready for it i know that most of you believe and you have been taught that you know god has etched and granted somewhere in the heavenly holy of holies when the day and the moment then jesus is going to come back well you know what maybe we might have to rethink that because there are scriptures that indicate that we play some kind of role. There scriptures that tell us to pray for him to come back at certain times or not come back at certain times. There are scriptures that tell us, uh, that, that inspire us to uh, be, be the spirit and the bride, come quickly, Lord Jesus, to participate in ushering him back the second time. Because when Jesus comes back the second time, here's what he's going to do. Jesus is going to come back. And by the way, let me explain something to you. He could not do this if he had not been born of a woman. See, the virgin birth brought, and you know, we can't explain, we can't explain this, but I mean, we can state it, uh, but it's just hard to grasp. Jesus came back and he is the Son of God, but he is also the Son of man. He's not the, he's not the Son of God pretending to be the Son of man. He's the son of man. And Jesus stated himself that the reason he had authority on planet Earth was because he was the son of man, not because he was the son of God. Because, you see, God gave authority on planet Earth and in Genesis, you know, when man was created, he gives authority on planet Earth to the human race uh psalm 115 16 i think it is says the heaven even the heavens belong to the lord but the earth he has given to man psalm 82 goes into this whole thing about how that we are the judges here and we should be ruling and reigning we should be creating justice and fairness here on planet earth why because god uh, if God violates our will, if God begins to act in planet Earth independent of man participating in it, then He becomes a liar, and actually all things implode, all things, all things blow up. This is that would be the that would be the end of everything. If God lied, if God violated your will and did something, then God becomes a liar, and I'm telling you. Since, every, since all of creation is based in righteousness, if God lies one time, I'm telling you, all of creation starts unraveling. So, <clears throat> so Jesus can only, he only has the right, the word right means authority, he only has the authority, he only has the right to come back to planet Earth and really save us. He's not coming back just to, you know, to destroy planet Earth. He's not really coming back because, because uh, God's sick of us and really finally going to kill all of us. He's coming back because he is, it wants to redeem all the people he can. Now, the people Jesus can't redeem unless they make a new choice are the people who choose to follow the Antichrist. The people who choose to participate in this global destruction. The people who choose to destroy of mankind, the people who choose to drive the knowledge of God out of the God. Jesus can't help those people. Not I mean not unless they repent. Not unless they not unless they choose to come to God for themselves. And so so the world will reach such a place where the human race will be wiped out if Jesus doesn't come back. And, sh- and 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 lead us into overcoming the Antichrist. Now, here's something you're probably not going to agree with, but think about it. You know, if if all authority belongs to man here on planet Earth, and if Jesus worked authority, worked miracles, did everything that He did when He was on planet, because He was a son of man, not because He was a son of God, then the reality of it is, we have authority. And we can stop all of this right now. The church, the believers, people who know who they are in Jesus. Now, evidently, we might slow it down. And, I'm, man, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you'll take action and slow this down for us, our children, our grandchildren. You know what? I don't want this evil to come on the earth. I know it's going to come. But I don't want to come in my lifetime. I don't want to come in the lifetime of my children, my grandchildren. And I want to use my authority as a believer to do something about it. By the way, and one of the things I've done about it, I have written a book that I'm going to give to you for free. And it's called uh, The Wisdom of God for a Fair and Just World. You can go to my website and you can uh, uh, just click on the slider that comes up or there may be a link that's going to come up for you that you can look at. But get this, download it, read it, I'm giving it to you for free. The only thing I ask you to do is you share this everywhere you can share it. You, we need to get a million believers to read this book because we gotta hit the brakes quickly or we're gonna cross a point of no return. And I'm telling you, we are not far from that point of no return. Uh, so, But you gotta understand, you've got to know the genuine article or you can't recognize the deceit and the lies. And the problem is, and this is the reason I wrote this book is today. There are so many believers that think that socialism is a good thing. Now, Why are they deceived in in it? Well, number one is because socialism makes all of the promises that God makes. The only difference is what you find out eventually as you get into socialism is you have to reject all of God's moral values and standards in order to create this utopia that socialism is promising. Now, I want you to understand something. There is no such thing as a perfect form of government. Uh, as long as as long as we have people that have freedom of choice, as long as we have people that that have wickedness in their heart, you 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 can't pass a, a law that people can't corrupt. You know we've got a great constitution, but uh, if wicked people interpret it in a in a corrupt way, then our constitution really doesn't protect us. And so so laws, good laws, are always at the mercy of the people that interpret. And enforce them. You know, I, I was, I was, I was watching something on the news the other day. And I was watching some of these rioters, you know, that, that are just being arrested over and over again. Now, these are people that you know. I believe in peaceful protest. I think, I think we we should never give up the right to peaceful protest. But riots are not the same. As protest, they're, they're absolutely not the same, and so people are going, are being arrested for violent crimes, for for uh, attempted murder, some some cases even murder, for destruction of property, burning businesses down, burning homes down, and so the ju- the judge in this particular city is saying, I am not going to try any of those cases. You know something? Uh, that's absolute wickedness. That that is. That is not even a constitutional right of a judge in America. But yet this has become the whole judicial system of of making deals, of plea bargaining. And ultimately, we got down here to the place where, where it's not about protecting the people. It's about looking good and getting reelected and all that, all that nonsense. But man, we are at a place where wicked people are corrupting our system. But let me tell you something. Uh, there is no perfect system. There is no system that can deliver a perfect world. But I want to tell you this. Karl Marx, and I've read a lot of Karl Marx writings, Karl Marx hated God. Karl Marx uh, uh, realized, and Karl Marx is an actual, real for real satanist he's not just somebody who who he he was not just somebody who said oh this gives me an excuse to whore around and 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 drink and you know do all these wicked things he was a pure satanist as a pure satanist he had one goal and that is to destroy everything that god loves because i'll tell you something that Karl Marx and other pure satanists actually realize they realize that the battle is over they realize it this whole, this whole religious nonsense about this war going on between God and the devil that they realize that's not even true because when they realize when Jesus was raised from the dead, Satan was defeated. There isn't gonna he isn't gonna win. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation that after the after Jesus is raised from the dead, he just running, he's in a panic mode, running back and forth in planet Earth because he knows he has a short time. He doesn't think that he might win. He doesn't think that he might overthrow God. He knows he just has a short time. So pure Satanists, they don't have they don't even fool themselves. They don't even try to fool themselves. You know, Karl Marx said this, and I've read this from other Satanists, but Karl Marx said, I know I'm going to hell when I when I leave here. He says, and the only joy that I have is the millions of people that I will take with me. You see, he can't hurt you can't hurt God other than to hurt and destroy what God loves. And so a pure Satanist They want to destroy what God loves. And remember, because of deceit, you know, uh, uh, I used to like to watch vampire movies when I was a kid, man. I'll tell you, me, my brother, my sister, we'd watch these scary movies and, and then we'd be scared to death, couldn't sleep in that. But, you know, an interesting thing in, in the vampire movies, and I'm just, I, I know this isn't, you know, a theological thing here. I'm just, I just happened to pop in my mind. But the interesting thing in, in uh, with the vampires is that a vampire could not come into your home unless you invited him. And, you know, in a lot of these movies and legends and all this kind of stuff, a lot of these, they actually take a lot of biblical principles and and weave them into their storylines well it's kind of the way it is with the devil the devil can't come up and just attack you he can't just come up and jump on you he can't do anything to you unless you invite him in you say well i would never invite the devil in yeah 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 you would when you choose to believe something contrary to the word of god when you choose to to uh uh, uh, try to find justice when you uh, contrary to the word of god when you choose to try to find a happy life you know you know jesus said this in, in john 10 john 9 and 10 i believe it is and, and he says look he says i you know uh, he says i have this sheep pen so to speak and he says that i'm the gate and he says anybody that enters through me they man they find eternal life and he says now anybody that tries to come in any other way uh it, it, he those are the ones who come to steal." kill and destroy so we take john 10, 10 and we just lift it up out of context say, oh that's talking about the devil well yes indirectly but really that's talking about anybody that says they can lead you into an abundant life other than coming through the gate, and that is surrendering to the lordship of Jesus. Socialism is an absolute, complete lie because socialism promises you a utopia. Socialism promises you everything that the kingdom of God promises you, but it says we're not going in through the gate. We're going over the walls. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, you will never go in and out of the gate. We're going we're to show you how to have everything God promises you, uh, and you don't need God. And see that—that's been the Luciferian lie from the very beginning, from the time Adam and Eve came out of the garden. It's really you don't need God. You want to be happy? You don't need God. You just need to do what you want to do. You need to decide good and bad for yourself. And and you know if you uh, you know if you want to if you want to have sex with uh, children under age, that's fine. If that's, what bring, if that's what makes you happy and fulfills you, you know, if you want to murder people from time to time, that's fine if, that's what, if that fulfills you. In other words, you just you decide for yourself. Well, see, the problem is, uh, uh, <laughs> well, I, I won't even go into all that, but the point, the point is this, is that all of this is happening, and because people are so ignorant of the genuine article that they don't recognize the counterfeit. They think nice words, big promises. They think because people use the same words that are in the Bible that they're talking about what the Bible is talking about. No, absolutely not. So, you know, what I really want to do is I want to help you come to a place where you understand who you are in Jesus, what your authority is in Jesus, and, but more than that, that you stand up and do something to hit the brakes on where our country and where the world is going right now. So, don't forget, you can download my free book uh, uh, the wisdom of God for a fair and just world. It's a short read. It's only it's only about a hundred pages. It's it is not a long read, and I'm telling you, you you will. It's understandable, uh, and, and you will immediately see the clear distinction between what's being promised to us and what the bible says about it and so you can get that absolutely for free of course i mentioned my book apocalypse now you know to go along with this message that i'm preaching right now we i have a new series called the justice of god and I'm telling you, you can get that online, and, and you know we don't take up a lot of offerings. We don't beg for we don't beg for money, but but when we do provide products like this, number one, this helps you. Those of you who want to go deeper, who intend to do something with this, who want to be who want to be disciples, this gives you the resources and all the things that really you you where, that you want to get if you're if you're going to go farther with this. But also, we use those resources to reach the world. You know, we're putting out this new book and we want to put in the hands of a million people for free and when you purchase this series the justice of God or whenever you whenever you purchase anything off our website this helps us reach these people and helps us equip and prepare people to take the kind of steps that they need to take so that so they recognize the difference between the counterfeit and the real thing. this message is called the beginning of sorrows. and and so so really I didn't get to go very far in this, but the key thing about this is that the word sorrows means birth pains. And birth pains means that whatever's all the pain that's happening right now is going to give birth to something else. And if we continue to entertain what's going on in the world and not do something about it. We will cross a point of no return and then like it, don't like it. We have let it happen. And I want you to be able to, I want you, you know, they're, they're aborting uh, millions of babies constantly. I'll, we want to abort this wicked baby, if you will, that right now the elitist globalist people are trying to bring to the world. And we want to, we want to stop this so that we can save the world have a better life, help our people. Listen, I'll be talking to you again next week. This is intense stuff. Bless you. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.